1-855-454-3211. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Well, we had a kind of a rocky day on Friday. I don't know if you saw it, but we had a guest host, and he went a little off crazy, you know, Dr. Frankenbeans. Uh, And uh, so we deleted all that. If you need to see it, uh, well, I can send it to you. But thanks for joining me today, and we'll do a reprise of some of the content because it was excellent content, and he just was, you know, an inexperienced host um, back from the dead, I think. Okay, let's, uh, as I said, let's reprise a bit. Um, I said that this was the scariest article in recent memory. No coding experience necessary. Microsoft offers DIY tool to build AI models. What could possibly go wrong? And I spent a bit of time on this article. Predictive analytics take the guesswork out of ad performance. And um, the the article launches off. It was very, very interesting. Um, you know, here's a nice smooth graph, but data is messy. And causal data is really difficult to figure out. But the... Uh, the article starts out with a story from 1992, Karen Heath from Teradata. Uh, they say she wanted to help a retailer increase diaper sales because they're high margin. And she may, if she hadn't wanted to help, she may never have sought out the data by showing that when men bought the high margin item, they also bought beer. And by placing beer and diapers together, the, retail sales, the retailer's sales soared. Now, the, the hard part here is that, you know, first of all, how many men are buying diapers, right? And how often? And do you put the diapers in the beer department? Or do you put the beer in the diaper department and you don't have a cooler there to keep it cold? I don't know how they ex- executed this. But Karen wasn't really the source of the information. I found another article that's actually referenced in this article, and it says, the impossible correlation, beer and diapers, the impossible correlation. And the question really is, is it real? And they start by explaining that, and I did have this all highlighted, but they're all gone now. Karen Heath, an industry consultant with Teradata, I think if I go to recent files and get number two, that one does have highlighted. Yeah, there we go. Um, She was doing SQL queries and just found out what was sold with high margin items, diapers being one. And what was interesting is it says that this correlation may have been misused. Um, Madsden decided he would research this and did a paper called Beer, Diapers, and Correlation, A Tale of Ambiguity. It turns out that Karen, uh, now with Accenture, wasn't really doing AI, and she was just doing a series of of SQL queries. And someone inside of Teradata, not Karen, uh, ran with it. Interestingly, we were working with the Hudson Bay Company at the time, and they were, um, and they were using IBM ES9000s, a pair of them, the biggest 
mainframes that IBM ran at the, in this very time frame. And NCR owned Teradata. And um, NCR heard that Hudson Bay was interested in working with us. And, uh, and the guys at Teradata heard about us, and so they, they asked somebody to call us up and ask us what we were thinking. And we were talking about how we were going to optimize a PC to do the, the analytical work for the Hudson Bay, which at the time was a $5 billion retailer, and in a good month did 20 million transactions in a month. And we were going to sort through 250 million transactions and build customer summaries and, you know, to do this kind of same kind of work. And uh, so their sales guy called us up and we explained to him how we were going to do it, uh, mostly Ted, the IS guy or IT guy. And he presented it to the Teradata IT guys, and they started laughing at him and saying, well, that'll never work. This could never work. You could never put this kind of data on an Intel-based machine. And uh, then somebody from the back of the room said, they've recreated a Teradata in the way that it was. we structured it. And they got really scared. But anyway, so they ended up giving us uh, machines. They gave us the first Pentium that NCR produced, and or the fifth, I guess, off their assembly line, the very, very beginning. And we blew five motherboards or something, and they kept coming out and putting in new ones. And uh, they'd give them to us free. And finally, Ted explained why we were, why the motherboards were getting blown, and so then they changed their design. So we helped them a lot, and it turned out eventually they did get the uh, Hudson Bay account for the Y2K issue that was coming up on the horizon. And uh, so it's interesting that this is at Teradata, but somebody at Teradata made a big deal out of this, not Karen, okay? It was just SQL queries. It was not, uh, it was not data mining. And she was really just looking for correlation. She was just looking for stuff that tended to be purchased together. Okay, now what's the problem with that? Well, the question is, did the beer trigger the diaper purchase, or did the diaper, you know, did the baby trigger the beer purchase? Or is there any sense to it whatsoever? And as I said, there's an execution issue. Um, she said, every retailer knows that if you put two products next to each other on the shelf, they're more likely to be sold together. Right, and that's another issue. The other issue is when you test this to see if it's real, you may have a, 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 you may be poisoning your own well, as they say in a data sense. Okay, so this author says that he was working in a drugstore chain and read about this and thought it seemed legit. Okay, but later he was working in a grocery store chain where he had access to all this level of data and found no correlation. And here's that's the problem. You know, that's the problem. That's the problem across the board. Which causes what when it's when it's correlated together? You always got to ask those kinds of questions, okay? And most people don't because they get so excited. So, um, Mazden, who was working with another drugstore chain in which he was supposedly able to validate it, um, he found a case where there was a 95% or a yeah, 95% correlation, asked him about it. They said, well, we read the article in Chain Store Age magazine, and we put beer next to diapers in all our stores. Okay? What they did was they actually created data that validated the data. 
they created the signal they used to validate the signal. So is it a self-fulfilling story? In 1998, IBM even aired a television ad that used beer and the beer and diapers example. Plus, <laughs> and they started cross-promoting. And uh, it was in Mag episode of MacGyver and a sequence from the 1987 movie Raising Arizona, which beer and diapers figured prominently. Now, and so it may have been triggered, that may have been more of a cause. So wives, you know, who were busy said, go get some diapers and go get some beer while you're at it. That would be not because it wouldn't be correlated because there's any necessary connection between beer and diapers. It may be correlated as a payment plan for getting the diapers. You know, there's a certain level of embarrassment of a guy buying baby products, you know, or feminine products, if you've ever tried that, which, you know, obviously I've done both. Uh, and so maybe the beer was just an incentive to get the guy out of the house and get him moving. But it may not have a lot of correlation. He was going to have to buy the diapers anyway, which was the main uh, event that we were trying to trigger. Okay, so um, is your insight actionable, which is another issue. How do you put beer and diapers together in any store? It's a little bit of a puzzle. I mean, it's obvious you could put diapers in the beer rack, but that may be insane. It seems a little insane to me. Um, now, this author who this author is, this author, Steve Sawyer November, no, Sawyer, I guess, Sawyer, uh, <laughs> it looks like one of those hyphenated names, but I'm sure it's not, um, suggests that if, he, if this would have been done with advanced analytics, it would have been significantly different, and I would like to know from Steve how. Because I work with machine learning, I've worked against AI modelers, you know, regression modelers. We've beat them all. If we have similar data, we always win. And so, how is it different? You still have to, you still get correlation is correlation. It doesn't tell you which caused what. You have to run experiments. You have to, you have to adjust the inputs and see if the output changes also. That's how you validate causal relationships, right? You have to move, you have to change something and you have to try to isolate other possible causal variables. You have to try and run it on the same day in the same, in the same basic market, those kinds of things. You really need to do some kind of head-to-head -head testing. It's not that easy. It's very difficult to design scientifically valid experiments. Uh, the deeper lesson is that analytics aren't always actionable. This is one of the problems with deploying analytics because you have to have some level of trust in the model. And your trust in the model may be unverified and your verification may be circular. There's other ways to do it. You know, I mean, what we do is we go head to head against what you're doing now. And we do random selection uh, or we do, uh, in the case of process testing, we, we say, okay, you pull your way, we'll pull our way, and let's put it in the mail and see what happens. And we get, uh, we get hard numbers. And that's really helpful in marketing. It's helpful to start somewhere with something that you know for sure because there's a lot of circularity. And so 
all of this boiled down, you want to be healthily, you want to be health, have a healthy skepticism. <laughs> healthily skeptical. Yeah, that's a mouthful. Let's say you want to have some skepticism, as all good scientists do, on the claims that are being made, not just around correlation, but even there. This article suggests, Steve suggests, that even that fundamental correlation didn't hold up across a lot of different stores. And the other thing is, putting things together, will that really increase sales? It's a real puzzle. And I like real puzzles, and so I'm sharing it with you. Have a great day. Thanks for the super hearts. Thanks for the stuff on Periscope. I'm John Miglosh. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye. I like this graph. This is especially nice image. We might have to get that up on our YouTube. And if you really want to see the Halloween special, it's still available by request. But it was a little over the top, you know. Sometimes guest hosts are just not the right answer. Bye-bye.